0: hello and welcome back to the popcorn for dinner podcast and welcome finally to the start of Riley season I'm Bancolim Okwede and today we're examining the the heartbreaking downfall of one of our favorite Lakers coach Uh, but joining me once again to discuss winning time season 2 episode 5 my two favorite co-coaches guys it's Abuka and Christopher, how are you guys doing? Just don't ask them which is which, they're just co-coaches. How are you guys doing? <laughs> I'm good, I'm,
1: I'm good, good, man. Too. Happy to be back, you know, happy to defer to Christopher, the actual head coach. The attacking coach. coach.
0: <laughs> yes. There's no, I don't have any head coaches, <laughs> I just have my attacking coach and the coach, co-coaches. Um, yeah, we're talking about winning time, just quickly, it's obviously a quiet time on the podcast, so... We're um, really just mainly covering Winning Time right now. I might cover a few more shows as the months go by. Um, but as always, please, please rate and review. Please share with people that are watching Winning Time. It seems like it's way less than normal. So if you know people that like Winning Time, tell them that the show is back. If you know people
1: that like basketball.
0: Yeah. Oh, and even if they, they don't like Winning Time, like, tell them to go watch Episodes 1 and 2. If they didn't know about it. They, sorry, Seasons 1 and 2. And then maybe they can jump on the band bandwagon. Um, but yeah, please also, also rate, review, like, subscribe, all that jazz. Okay. So, Winning Time, Season 2, Episode 5 titled the hamburger Hamlet written by Max Borenstein Rodney Barnes and Jim Hecht and directed by Tanya Hamilton uh Christopher you took notes this time for the first for the first time so tell me what your what your general thoughts on this episode
2: yeah um took notes I said let me be a bit more professional than usual so
0: yeah towards the end of our run
2: after <laughs> the episodes left now so yeah um, my thoughts are just like I think I like how winning time I just to cover like one major thing but then it feels like there's a lot going on with all the characters so like obviously this episode is all about you, um Westhead's demise and Riley's ascension but it also feels like you know we see of all the other characters and how it affects them so um I think I had a pretty solid episode um like I said we see a lot from a bunch of the characters but I think everyone gives us something so yeah solid episode and uh, I'll be happy to dive into it
0: Epicar, what did you think of uh, the noticeably sexless episode? Lovely,
1: great episode. I, I guess I was wrong, and I don't have a my balls are crystal, not hairy. No, my balls are hairy, not crystal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> my
1: balls are hairy, not crystal. So I was wrong. Westhead doesn't succeed or survive. He yeah finally faces the block in this episode, and it was a really good episode. The culmination of the last couple episodes, the tensions that's been building, and magic finally lets you do something Jerry Boss. So uh, that was fun. It was a mm. good episode. I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, I, I think I love this episode. I think this is definitely my best episode of the season. Um, it's one of those things that you don't know if it's just because of how you watched it, like maybe when you watched it you're in a better mood or whatever. But like, I really, really enjoyed this episode. It's noticeable that this is a very streamlined episode. Like, this is an episode where it's really just one story. There are little bits of branches, but like, it's one story. We don't get... We we don't. I, I was going to say something that Christopher would have crucified me for, but like we don't get calls between like Cookie and Magic. We're not getting like we get <laughs> maybe one scene with Honey. We're not getting into Norm even as much as I love Norm and Devon's performance. Like what we just really focus on this one thing, Westhead and then Riley. So I really 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 enjoyed this episode. Um, and I mean I think for obvious reasons, like we all love everyone loves a sports like a sports story, right? It's a sports come up story, like um. We watch at least I know Ebuka and I watch King Richard and we know how that story ends. But you still like you're still cheering for Serena, Oh, in that case must um, Venus when she f- goes to the match. Like everybody loves the come-up story. And in this episode it was Riley's come-up story, right? And that we'll touch on this get but that was kind of like the hook for me. The last few minutes of this episode, I was like, Oh, I, I love this episode actually. Just the the sports man of it or like the underdog, the guy finally realizing that he's the shit and actually doing what he needs to do i really really like this episode um but let's start with obviously like we said the west head magic boss riley all of that stuff i figured and if mentioned this a bit i think maybe last week or two weeks ago and i mean christopher and i'm talking about Westhead since like the second episode so in a way this was actually the, the story of the season i think the Boston versus LA thing is still like the overarching plot but like really like this is episode five there are two episodes left and this is when we're resolving the west head thing like the west head versus magic thing it's almost ended up being like, it's too big to be a subplot. So I don't say subplot, but like it ended up becoming the real story of the season, the real story of the Lakers. turmoil. Um What do you guys think of Westhead finally getting the chop? Chris, do you want to go first?
2: Um, I was just going to say that I was just going to say maybe Bancoli enjoyed the episode because he likes seeing people lose their jobs, but <laughs> <laughs> but, but he was speaking over me so <laughs> almost as if he didn't want the public to know. But... Wow,
0: wow, wow! I only like it when I'm the one firing somebody. Wow. Jesus! <laughs> see, oh my God, see slander. Yeah,
2: but um, I was just going to say yeah, I, I felt losing a job was inevitable, mm. like. Predictable, any, any other word you want to use? Like it was always going to happen. Like I think we spoke about this last week as well. Like just the way he acted, it's like he didn't make people want to root for him. Like it didn't feel like there was anyone in his corner who is like, okay, even if the whole world is against him. Like, cause even for example, like we saw how Jerry was um, reluctant to actually change his head coach. But the like, end of day, mm-hmm. he, he wasn't too pressed. It was Not as if this guy went like to bat for, um, you know, for him. I think his his was just. I don't want to change the head coach, not like I don't want to change that head coach. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So he he wasn't like someone who like had allies and everything. And then I thought it was a good episode because a lot of things were just kind of like everyone kind of knew that I was coming up like except him, which was which just made it funny as well. Like his um like his daughter knew like when they went to like that's one of my favorite scenes this episode where he went to have <laughs> the dinner with his wife and, and daughter. And his daughter was just like when he told her, you know, he told them how, oh, you know, um my meeting with Boss got pushed back. And she was like, You're getting fired and he was like, nah, 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 you know. And then when he showed up to the to like the apparently that's real. Oh didn't like his his daughter saying that,
0: he, Yeah, that's from Westhead's uh, memoir. Like <laughs> he goes to lunch with his daughter, and his daughter is like, If you're you're getting it. And he, but he laughed at them, he was like, that's not like obviously I'm not I just want a championship, I'm gonna well, one million a year contract, which was like, you're getting fired. Exactly. And uh, then, but, he didn't, but you're right, he didn't want to see Yeah, and even when he now showed
2: up to um, like the Lakers office at the headquarters, uh, like we got there and then the, I think even like the secretary kind of knew that, okay, yeah, you know, <laughs> this guy showing up earlier is not a good thing. And then when he, um, he, he saw Bill and then you could now see in the back, they had like the list of coaches <laughs> who they were looking at. And then mm-hmm. you just like, no one was telling that, yo, you know, this is like the end of the line. So I felt that whole thing was just, you know, finally the, um you know, like the, what was that saying? The chickens had come home to roost. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I guess we can just wish them all the best.
0: <laughs> uh, Ibuka, what do you think,
1: obviously? So, mm-hmm. I don't usually fact check, right? But this episode made me. Thank you for being a great podcaster. (laughs) Thank thank you for just to do your job. Alternative facts. Yeah, there has to be balance. There can't be two of us on the podcast. Sure. Okay. Okay. I don't always fact check, but this episode made me go and fact check. And I think because of that, I disagree with Chris. Like, to us watching from the outside and like in 2023, it seems obvious that this guy was going to get fired. But when you mm-hmm. look at it, Jerry Boss did fire him because of Magic. Because in Westhead's eyes, he was on a five-game a magic winning case, streak. You say that. <laughs> he was on a five-game <laughs> winning streak and he mm-hmm. had the best winning record in the NBA as a coach at that point. And like mm-hmm. when Boss said you failed last year, Westhead is like, I won a fucking championship, right? And like mm-hmm. Magic was injured. Like last year, like that was, I can't like that excuse pissed me off from Boss because everyone knew last year was kind of a, throw away. Yeah. Magic got knee injury. Everything was weird. And like to us, it seemed obvious that Westhead was getting fired. But when I went to fact check, apparently it was really groundbreaking at that time for a coach to get fired for losing the dressing room. And mind you, he didn't really lose the dressing room. He lost just magic. Lost magic. Yeah, mm-hmm. like fair enough. They weren't playing to maybe their peak ability. But it was his this team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if a coach was going to get fired in the 80s, it would have been because the team wasn't doing Well, or like they were terrible. Not because Magic literally shouted at the owner, like I'm not playing for this guy. And I think if Magic didn't have that 25 mil contract, he would have gone. They would have like traded him. I don't know. I
0: just feel like I don't Well, I think I think Boss obviously we're basing what we're saying based on the show, but I think Boss already like loved Magic without the without the contract. I don't think the contract was the reason he didn't want to trade Magic. I think he just he knew who Magic was and could be so you okay. wanted to keep magic but also you're right like magic was the birth of the superstar like nobody was gonna control a franchise before magic and be like exactly. it's me or the coach
1: so exactly
0: so it does make sense that like <laughs> it does make sense that like westhead was like no like if i was losing maybe i would be more yeah. but like everything exactly. is in my favor
1: so that launch mm-hmm. scene asked... actually so i I watched the episode twice the first time i watched the launch scene you know, i laughed because i was like oh this is so funny because this nigga's obviously getting sacked. But the second time I watched it, I was like, oh, I completely understand. Because you're like, they're not going to fight. Like, they give, like, I'm the highest paid coach in the NBA. Like, this guy trusts me more than anyone has trusted any coach ever. Like, I'm not going to mm-hmm, get fired. Mm-hmm. Will, like, he said in, in his sacking, he was like, oh, it'll blow over in a couple of weeks. We'll just let
0: cooler heads prevail, blah, blah, blah. He definitely was not expecting And there's no reason to know that, like, magic is going to be. Like, he's just like, this is just another guy. It's the second year of his of his playing career. Yeah, he's yeah. good, but, like, how many good players have we seen? I am yep. literally winning. I have a winning record. Like, there is no reason, objectively. <laughs> he objective. And, and I, I was thinking a lot about, I mean, we could even talk about, like, the reaction. That goes to the reaction, like, the, the LA fans have against Magic, which, again, fact-checked, was real. Like, they booed him. They were writing letters to editors being, like, as in newspaper editors, being, like, Magic is a crybaby, whatever. So, like, this was ground... I, I was thinking about it, like, is there something like that in football? I can't even think of. Uh, like, obviously, there are times when we know the players have lost. Sorry, the coaches have lost the when, dressing room. When or when
1: Chelsea sacked Jose in twenty fifteen,
0: the, f- the fans. Was, really no, but wasn't he? But he had a bad season, didn't he? Yeah, and he then had a like bad the players were oh, also, yeah. was also a players' coup. <laughs> yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. And like, I don't even think I don't think the fans like held those players held those players accountable. Do you get what I mean? I don't think those, the players Do no. they? I don't think they were don't, banners. Don't you or remember that sign? Players.
1: The three rats, Sesk. Oh um, yeah, no, no, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, right, yeah, another I that person. Side. yeah. So it was Costa, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was three of them. I think it was Costa.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah. But again, I guess that's what I was thinking about. But again, I guess uh Mourinho was that was a bad season. I can't remember where they finished, but that was not like, a great season. Ten. Yeah. Oh yeah, they finished ten. Chelsea, man. Chelsea, for a like good team, they've had some, some shocking some funny seasons. Some shocking finishes. Yeah. How could they have finished 10 bottom half twice? what is going on? crazy in the last um, 10 years yeah but also they have two champions league so fuck, fuck it um yeah you know yes i was thinking about that because like the play the, the fans were like fuck you magic which again makes sense this guy is in the second year of his okay now start of third year of his of his playing career why and should he be also, controlling dressing room like this mind
1: you like with the fans with Westhead as well and you even see it later on in the episode this is a city and a team that has kareem right like magic is good and he's great but like, mm. they have mm. like Maybe the best, one of the best of all time, already on their team. So they're like, okay, he's nice. He's a nice complex. Another Allstein in Nixon. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So, but they're like, like West Ham must have been thinking, I can probably win without this guy if push comes to shove. And Kareem is also thinking, I've won championships without Magic. I can
0: probably do it again. You know? Yeah. I think if we were all in 1982, I think we'd have all been surprised. Yeah. I think we can obviously we we can see there's dramatization and we can see Wested's ego and we know how drama works and we also know the truth so we can be like, yeah, it's inevitable in story-wise. But I think if it was 1982 we'd be like, what are you doing? Like, you cannot really, like, this team is winning. Yeah, they're not like, people win different ways. I I, I mean, Chris, if you like you want to say, so what do you want to say?
2: Well, I was just going to say, like, I think from the outside, yes, it's surprising. But I'm saying if I was a Lakers employee, I don't think I'd have been surprised when they sacked him. like, like that's what I'm saying. It was inevitable. Because if you were a Lakers employee, as
0: not not Bill Jerry West Jerry, Ball, well, I mean,
2: well, I mean, someone that you know was cl- even if I wasn't one of them, but like if I was close enough to the team, like whoever, maybe it's a guy who works like on you know, like on the the um athletic staff, just so. just someone who got to see like the yeah. team dynamics. So you be surprised we'll,
0: that a third year player has so much power? No, like over no, the team. I'm
2: saying, it was unprecedented in the time. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think obviously the reaction. To him getting sacked after, like you know, we could see it. But then at the same time, it's like end of the day, this is like sports is like a people business. As like, you know, obviously there's talent and everything. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it didn't seem okay. Like Cap was on Westhead's side, but apart from that, like I said, it, it felt like there are players like were kind of like you know they didn't really care. It felt like okay, Magic was anti-Westhead. Cap was pro-Westhead. Like then the rest of us didn't care. Like okay, if it's Westhead, cool. If it's not, cool. But the whole, they
0: also... Yeah, sorry, finish, finish.
2: Yeah, no, no, no. Like, I was going to say, like, the whole um idea of, okay, because it's magic, yeah, obviously, like, it's crazy that, you know, a young player, um, you know, had all that power. And, like, even Westhead, like, when he, his final salvo with... Jerry when he was like magic cannot be the one who fires me mm-hmm. like okay obviously like that's how we came across and obviously the, that was I think the reason for all, all the backlash like I found that lady's comment uh, quite funny when she was like magic makes coaches <laughs> <laughs> Dis- disappear <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so like yeah that was all funny but at the same time like that's why it's so important as you know if you're a coach to kind of understand who you're dealing with because I, I actually felt that like even if they didn't sack Westhead like like, you know, trade magic, but it didn't seem like he was going to walk back, you know, the fact, because the way he wanted to play was diametrically opposed to how said you know, was going to play. So like his whole career would have been different if Weston was still the coach. Like he wasn't going yeah. to the, you know, the old fashioned point guard. Maybe he could have Like evolved. there's no, I mean, like yeah, he was hearted enough, but like, you, you know, your heart has to be in it. And also like, from what we know about Jerry Bursch, like, you know, just like what, you know, people, Write about him like he liked that flashy showtime mm-hmm. basketball. Like that was the brand you know he wanted to sell. You know then w- how he had like the Forum Club, the uh, Laker girls. Like he was promoting. This is like more than basketball. This is so, like LA. this is exactly and, like yeah yeah. Magic was integral to that. So that's why I'm like as much as okay, Westhead was oh I'm getting paid one million. Like so is Magic. Like you people are earning like the same thing. And his contract is for twenty five years. So they were yeah, like how could you think that okay we'll just ride this out so yeah i mean i, I it, it was definitely shocking like mm. i can get it from like you know an outsider's point of view but like it didn't seem like you know west liked him liked him it, it didn't seem like bill you know particularly liked him it didn't seem like boss particularly liked him like boss just didn't want to change and then like magic didn't like him
0: either so i guess that's how i you know see the whole thing mm. i mean again i think we have the benefit of like we are seeing everything but I think back then it was just like winning was that was the underlying underlying factor. Are you winning? Are you not? Um, yeah. Apparently, um, what's his name? Magic did lose like some sponsorships. Like Pepsi did like hold off some commercials during just that whole period. Like it's quite interesting to see. Like obviously now, maybe there were some people who would be like, oh, on, they would tweet that this player is a diva or whatever. But like I don't know be that, that kind of uproar against so, a player getting a, a coach out. I was thinking it's so funny how.
1: High the threshold is for being hated by your fans is in 2023.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some of the things these like, at least do in 2023. I, are then... I mean, look, we can't even. We are all Premier League football fans, so like we know how high the threshold actually <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah, like there are so many things that you can actually do and your like, clubs your to fan, keep, yeah. keep you. So let's not even get into all of that. But like, it's you're right. Like back back then, actually, just getting your coach out was like such. A, and I guess it was the first. First person to actually do it, I can, I can imagine. Um, should we just move on to like, I want to talk about the, the what do you call it, the press conference very quickly because that was hilarious. Oh yeah, and apparently that's um That's basically verbatim. Like, there's transcripts of that whole thing. Because um, again, it was weird because like to them, Jerry bought sacking Westhead without a plan. Was this like so weird and so surprising? I don't know if it still is in basketball, but you know, in football, so many managers get sacked without without a plan of what's next. Like owners just sack the manager, and then they figure out who, who comes next. after. Yep they they put an interim in. Yeah, I don't know if basketball is different, obviously, but like, yeah, that was another thing that was quite surprising that Jerry West Jerry Boss would sack Westhead without having like a plan in place. Pat Riley won't kill me, man. Like
1: you, I don't know if you guys have seen, <laughs> you know, those people that pretend like they can't see the food tray coming to them at a wedding <laughs> and they're just like,
0: around they were like if you don't no, look at it to come faster just yeah, like, they were, they were oh, like oh, oh man, come yeah. there's a press conference happening he was like what they're gonna sack me for the like shut no, up but, man. wait do you think he
1: didn't think that I think he thought that <laughs> oh please so he thought that am gonna sit, sit him down I'm... in front of the press and sack him I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure he. Did. Yeah, I think. To be fair, let me not be hasty. Like he has PTSD from his father being sacked. So, like, let me. True. Not... Yeah,
0: and he had no reason to believe that he was going to get the job.
2: Exactly. Like they just sacked, you know, the head coach. Like that's just like the natural. Like that's just the way it goes. Like they sacked the head coach and and like your assistant. Then like that's <laughs> that's also the end of you. So I do think that's what he thought. He was scared.
0: What did he say? Is this a, is this a gangland shit? I was, was just I was just thinking. <laughs> I was <laughs> just thinking of Joe Pesci in Goodfellas. He was like, why are you taking... Can we just go upstairs? Like, like, what are we doing here? Why are you here? doing this to me? Um. So, apparently, West and Boss had the meeting. And somehow, they both thought like they were getting what they wanted. Like, Boss thought that West had agreed to be a co-coach, essentially. An attacking coach. But West thought he had agreed to just kind of oversee Riley's, like, integration. So, obviously... Somehow there was this big disconnect and everyone thought the other person was like agreeing to what they want. It was just a weird thing. Apparently the whole press conference was dis- organized as, as, as it was painted on the show. Yeah, just, it was just so funny. And I like wonder, I think, you know, it's like even beyond winning times, ridiculous when they have to tell us that it actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like, look, like, we don't know how you're going to Google this, but just, we know we do some weird things, but this one actually generally happened, like we cannot tell you else.
1: That's one thing I didn't believe. I was like, there's no way this press conference went this much left. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah, but I guess it goes back to the, you know, not having it, not having a plan. Um, but yeah, I looked, I looked it up and it was exactly how it, how it happened. Basically almost repetitive. Um, fun thing there actually. Yeah. So the, obviously this show is mainly based on um, Showtime, the book by Jeff Perlman. And then he has a cameo in that scene because I've, I've been listening to his Twitter videos recently and obviously I've been encouraging people to watch the show. So I knew his voice and he's the reporter that says something about, what does it say? Oh, the game will finish tomorrow and then they'll come out and ask quest, answer questions. Who, who is coming out? So that's the author of the actual book. Just a fun little cameo there. Something that I actually want to
1: do, that Winning Time has encouraged me to do so I want to go and look up Jerry West's like working history, only because like this is going to seem like a random question. But how would you feel, Banky, and like Banky with you, Thierry Henry, and Chris with you, maybe I don't know, David Beckham? Imagine they just had a role like Jerry West, that like they just hung around the team in some capacity. Like, oh, you are so good as a player, so. Okay, come and try coaching. Oh, you sucked at coaching. Come and try something else. Oh, yeah, no, actually, you're just here, just advising and shouting.
0: No, but, like, he's, he's assistant GM now, isn't he?
1: Assist- is he assistant GM?
0: I think he's assistant GM. Okay, he's he's so assistant to he, Bill.
1: So he now moved from assistant GM to, like, offensive to GM. coach. He becomes GM. Eventually, yeah. Oh, you
0: mean the, you mean in the show? Um, yeah, I guess we came yeah. we went back to being coach. He's just never I'm leaving. Trying to think, there has to be a football equivalent of that that we've seen. Do we know any, like, big football player that is now in the... F- I guess maybe Van Troy. Van Troy
1: or Edu
2: at Arsenal.
0: No, or Bergkamp. At Ajax. At Ajax,
2: yeah. Is that where he is now or is that where he used to be?
0: No, he's at Ajax right now, isn't he? Yeah, he's he? still at Ajax. He's oh, still sporting I director at Ajax or something. I think that Van oh, is that Van No, I'm thinking of Van But Bergkamp, I feel like Bergkamp. Anyway, whatever. I feel like Bergkamp is some, somewhere or something. Anyway.
1: Yeah, basically, we will always create a role for you whenever you want it.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I guess the Jerry West thing, which is why there was such a big deal when people said that he wasn't being depicted properly. He becomes like, like he becomes one of the greatest GMs of all time. So it's kind of like it's not just so. Imagine going from like yeah, you you soccer coaching, but then you may just become the greatest sporting director ever. I do. You create like five different dynasties. I do, Gaspar. <laughs> <laughs> from your from your mouth to to God,
2: yes. For Yeah, I mean, I think the word for that press conference is it was a clusterfuck, man. Like mm-hmm. literally from, mm-hmm. Just from like start to finish, like it, it couldn't get more hilarious. And then when Riley finally, I think also that was like kind of like, um, it kind of like an inkling into Riley because when he now took over, he kind of calmed things down. So that was kind of like the first, maybe like mini-woman that, okay, maybe this guy had a chance to actually, you know, swim and or sink.
0: Yeah, he he kind of cracked the right jokes and said, I'm just thinking about lunch. And he was, but he was also, what do you call it? Emotional by saying, I look my... My friend just got sacked and everything. Um, do you guys want to quickly talk about Kareem and Boss?
2: Or... I was going to say before that, we touch on also Magic and Boss, like their Oh, yeah, about cause, that, yeah, 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 I felt that was mm-hmm. quite poignant as well. See, this is why I hope to take notes.
0: <laughs> A nigga takes notes once. <laughs> very, very and poignant. starts notes, using words man. like poignant. <laughs> would you? Would you <laughs> Poignant, inevitable, just like, oh, sorry. Uh, but what, what do you want to say about that scene, the, the boss magic scene?
2: Yeah, yeah, I thought it was quite a real scene because it also kind of conveys a lot sort of dynamics that, like, actually exist in sports. And I like the fact that magic kind of called him out because, obviously, boss is trying to come across as, oh, you know, we're, in, you know, we're all in this together everything for the greater good. I'm mad because I know like you're paying me because I'm more of like the best at my job. This is not because, oh, like you just like me and you said to give me this crazy contract. It's because I'm best player on the team. And you know, when he called about like when he tried to now pull like, you know, the heartstrings by bringing up Magic's dad, he was like, Why the fuck I bring up my dad here? Like, you know, <laughs> so, like, I actually like that because I feel like that's that's real as well. Like a lot of times it's also to a disconnect I you know, I don't like between sometimes how fans react to players. Like when the team is doing what's best for them, you know, fans are always on board, but then the secondary player wants to do what's best for them, like fans are up in arms, how you know this this player is so greedy, this player is so this. End of the day, truth is that as much as you know, we like there to be some kind of greater good or, you know, moral end of it's just a business. Like if it, like if Magic did after him first of all, I like he you know, he was a bum. There would be no contract. Like it would not matter how much um, Jerry liked him or not. So yeah, was that was a really nice scene.
0: If um, Christopher, if Ten Hag, so they play for people that don't know, you United, Manchester United. Maybe fan is too harsh a word at, at this point in time. You're connected somehow to that club. If Ten Hag started winning games, but he wasn't playing good football, and it wasn't the way they were like, this is gonna crash. Like he, he's he's winning on XG. He's winning on like every all the stats are in his favor, but the football is terrible. Basically, football. like Conte. Basically, like Conte. Would you? But then, I don't even know who to use. The, who does Chris like? <laughs> <laughs> like anyone? Oh God. <laughs> I was gonna use. I was gonna use. Oh, I can't even use the person I was going to use. But if somebody on the team, very clearly, was against it, someone that is quite influential. I don't mean like a scrub or whatever. Like, would you where where would you kind of fall in that thing? Would you be like, yeah, we can do better, and we should be playing better football, and let's sack this coach that is clearly winning, or or would you just be like, let's take it. was working? I think it's
2: I think maybe it's not best to use United because I think
0: you know, I think the best question to
2: ask is like, if Messi. At Barcelona, like at the no, peak of his path, Magic no, is no, not
0: like Messi. What do you know? I'm saying, like, Magic is in messy. the third year of his playing career. No, I'm saying, I had Messi one good old, year by, and one trash. Wait, year. wait,
2: wait, wait, no, wait. By Messi's third year, had know not won or been something like I, he had already shown you that, okay, like he's quite good. If yes, I'm not correct, you like, but, but yeah, so like, that, no, but, but Magic had one good year and one trash year.
1: Magic is yeah. kind of like, a, no,
2: it wasn't trash, like he, he just got injured. No, as if, and then, like, and he, then was he came back badly. and gave the Finals losing, the playoffs losing shorts. Yes, no, it was a bad play, but like that, you can't say that he was a bad player, like you you can't use warmth. No, yeah, but
0: (laughs) he still hasn't proven that he's a goat for you to like give him that kind of so you can't call him wait, wait, but by Messi's third year,
2: had he proven that he was, you know, okay, so so you're you're
0: saying Messi's third year,
2: yeah, like I'm saying by Messi's third year, year, like Messi's
0: third year, and let's say Pep was not playing attractive football,
2: yes, and Messi was like, okay, it's my way or the highway. And once again, it depends on my like, fan perspective. Like, if I thought Messi was as good as, you know, he turned out to be, then I'd have said,
0: yeah, probably to them. But you can never oh. know. No one can ever yeah, know no, that Magic could no, no, become like, who no, Magic no, could no, give. Like, yeah, I'm so sure that Westhead
1: clear. was watching... Every Lakers game for the next three years, hoping on the downfall
2: until after like the yeah, third but, championship. No, he gave that's up. the thing, but like about players, you have a feeling about them. Like, even from Messi, like you know, we've heard this about how even like in the academy, people thought like okay, like this guy is actually something special. Yeah, like you know, but they also still so,
0: people that have said that about other players and it did happen.
2: Yeah, no, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying so like, I think it's subjective. Like it's too difficult to say, Like I'll have to be the moment and actually see how I feel about the player. Like, if it's a player who I think is good, but like nothing, like you know. Franchise changing, I'll probably say no, stick with what the code. But if a player I think is good but can actually be one of the best in the world, or like one best, like, you know, we've, you know, we've ever seen, then I might say, yeah, like, for, you know, Are for you tell the, the do sake you of the franchise.
0: Most, I don't think that most NBA fans, I mean, this is, this is an incredible, like, this argument is so strong, and I think it's blowing in the wind. <laughs> but I don't think, like, most NBA fans at that point, or Lakers fans, thought that Magic would surpass Kareem. Yeah, that's why I said that I'll have to
2: be in the moment, so.
0: Did anyone even think he would get close to Kareem's legacy at that point in time? Probably
2: not, because Kareem at that point had like the best <laughs> resume of a player that we so, had. You know, back to the point is,
0: like, why would we then sell, put this franchise on hold for someone that we're not even sure he can? Like, we currently have Kareem, and Kareem who yeah, is but wasn't Kareem also an older it's
2: not, he, like, it's not as if this was like young Kareem. Yeah, like, but he's like
0: if, but is nobody age now? If someone as experienced, no, and as smart also and matters, and and As distinguished as Kareem is on board why should we listen to this new person that we're not even sure if he's as smart? No.
2: See, like I said, it's a very techie argument. Like, there are lots of things you can, you know, use to question the, you know, of All I'm just trying to say is that at the end of the day, Magic was asking for what's, like, you know, best for him. And then, like, I mean, they didn't have to fire what's there. Like, if they truly felt that okay, like, if... I'm sure if, you know, boss felt how he felt that okay, maybe he's good, but he's not that good, then maybe they will have... I, I You know, I, I told him to just get on board or mm-hmm. to affiliate him so clearly like he, he saw something and bear in mind like Magic was a winner in college now this guy came in and had done nothing like you know he won college then his first year in the pros he won and like I said in the finals he literally had to play center to you know to seal the series like he had done something it, 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 like it wasn't all yeah. hype and bluster and maybe it was he was very 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 good but okay, fine, like, maybe he had not proven he would be one of the best ever, but, like, he had done enough to kind of show you that, okay, like, if we invest in him, I if you back, like, the right horse. At the end of the day, like, players don't grow on trees. Like, I think finding that kind of transcendent talent doesn't happen as often as finding, like, you know, a coach who can coach. pilot the, you know, just pilot the ship and manage all the egos and everything. So, it's no, definitely, no, no. like, it, it's, it's, it's it's a tough call, but
0: I think we all agree that one, like, based on the show, like, Westhead kind of deserved it. Like, his ego was there from jump, from the jump, all of that. We also agree that, like, Magic is a talent, both based on the show and our hindsight of real life. And obviously, it makes more sense. Oh, it's easier to fire the coach than to fire the the player. Especially when the player, when you have high hopes for the player. But you you at least can admit, based on what we've watched, that, like, this Magic that we're seeing on the show is, like, he's a twat he's not completely in the clear here like he's doing some things that you're like why you-? you know he, yeah definitely he's not perfect and
2: also he had to back it up as well because i'm sure if his career didn't go the way he had gone it would have been a very different story because now people kind of see it as in a necessary evil mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you know but if obviously they had flamed out or magic ended up being you know just a guy of course then it would have been looked on you know with more you know or if right. ended
0: up being like a- <laughs> Pat Riley, if you up becoming as good as it actually was, if they went to like two or three more coaches that were just mediocre, then it could just have never worked. I mean, look, a lot, a lot of it is based on hindsight, and a, again, a lot of it is based on what we are watching. I think both Magic and Boss's account say that Magic wasn't responsible for the sacking, but I mean, we don't have to get the conclusion. But the 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 ingredients are there. We don't have to put most <laughs> to the side. Um, okay. Let's just quickly, because I think yeah, that was kind of the main thing. I won't talk about Riley in a second, but should we just talk about... I mean, Karim and Boss, there's not really much there. Just like Karim is obviously speaking up to Boss. And you see for him that it's not... He's the one person that seems to be... And I think... I'm sure Jerry Boss was a great person. That's not about him, but like, there are things in his character that are probably quite deplorable. And it makes sense that someone like Karim would be against the person of Boss as opposed to just like the entity or does that make sense like he's like i have respect for myself and i have morals and i don't want to come into league with you so i really like that scene just because it's a very short scene but it also kind of makes Yeah, i think
2: it just shows karim was quite a principled person Mm -hmm. like because the offer i made him was crazy like two mil plus you get to put on anything you want at the forum and they keep the gates as well like that's insane so the fact that but then like how i mean i guess we'll see how could they ended up because I think Karim stayed guys. For I can't like while the, after the that, more so. I think
1: about it, the more Todd Bowley reminds me of Jerry Boss man. Like if I think about it, because uh, the offers he's making are just billions. Like he's on he's he's on his knees for for them to just come. Like for, like I'm not going to think about the finances past this year. Just come,
0: just stay here. Uh, I go, well, I mean, look, we can't. He's not it's not as charismatic as as Boss. That's Bowley. He doesn't wear his shirts unbuttoned up to, up to his stomach, so... I don't know if he's pulling, I don't know if he's pulling like, like Boss used to pull, but he also has billions, <laughs> so who knows. Um, no, but yeah, no, you're right, it's because Karim obviously stays 89, I think, so Karim is still there for a very long
2: time. It's, yeah. it's 89, and this is, what, 82? So or Karim what, plays 80?
0: to, like, in his 40s, right? I think 37, 38. Uh, I think maybe, like,
2: 39 sure. or something, like, yeah.
0: Because in 82, I think he's, like... Because I checked, this like, two years between Karim and Riley. Really? So I think 82, I think he's already 19. I think he's already like Wait, let me 30.
2: Yeah, that's something. I think even in season one, they said it's how he's in his 30s, I think.
0: So Kareem was born in 47.
1: Holy shit.
0: So in 82, he's already 35.
1: Holy shit. That's crazy. So he plays
0: to like 40, he's placed to like early 40s, 42. Jeez. That is crazy. He was old he was. in the 80s.
2: So you 42. see that, but you see that also kind of shows why they had to look yeah. at the young guy. Because yeah. if he's that old, then like that, like that was not normal for a guy to play that old, play that long. And yeah, oh still yeah. Be that I mean, great. I
0: wasn't saying, I wasn't saying as like, let's protect Kareem for his quality. Co- I meant in terms of like what he can see, but also, um, West. Not West, sorry. Riley at that point is like two years older than Kareem. So like I think Riley is like thirty-seven.
2: Mm, also, quickly, also I like how that Kareem was able to call Boss out in terms of like the contract that he gave Magic that it was actually BS. That, that would mean, you know that Yeah. yeah so. That we all know that in couple of years that'll be like the average salary. And then in a couple of years after that, like he will be drastically on um underpaid. So
0: And again, it's like maybe fifteen years between Kareem and Boss. So it's not like it's not the same thing as magic, which is like basically 30 years. So like Kareem can actually, because Kareem is smart, he can actually call our boss and be like, dude, I read the Financial Times too. I know how this is <laughs> I read. <laughs> like like <laughs> you can't just like can't just use me like that. You managed to get magic into a one-on-one situation and you threw money at him and his mind blew up. Um okay, let's quickly talk about what I So I mentioned earlier that the last terms of this episode was what like really Really I was like, oh, I really love this episode. And I think it starts from the um Jerry Boss and Pat Riley scene where he's like, Can you coach my team? And then Riley has to go through a couple more losses and he finally gets it and he he becomes the manager that he or the coach that he needs to be. Uh because Christopher, I know you haven't worked at Lasso. Um, Sorry, that's, that's oh. sounded like, that sounded like like an attack. That wasn't meant to be an attack. It was just like. <laughs> no, extra. but I've actually watched it. I've just not finished the show. Oh, you voted last. Oh, I, I, didn't, yeah, know so, I didn't know you I didn't know you. Wow. But you were so against it for so long because you, said you don't want anything that makes you feel no, happy. Those I, I, are your exact I, uh, words. What?
2: <laughs> no, don't no, they want? Oh, my days. What I said was I watched season one. And that obviously it was a good show, but it was just a tad bit too happy go, happy go lucky for did, me.
0: He, but you didn't even go find Susan. No, one. I'm not. You I didn't I I you, you Yes, I did. It. What kind of attack is this? But you said, said, "Okay, he is he is he said it was a tad bit too happy." Those were your words, right? Yeah,
2: well, yeah, yeah. Like I, I felt like that character was kind of wear on any normal person after a while the guy who's always happy and
0: smiling but then if you um, want oh, going to be Ted but if you want season 1 you know that like he's not as if he's always happy and smiling there are dark sides to, to why he's always happy and he, smiling he, yeah, I mean, but this is not the point
2: the point is I, I've watched Ted Lasso
0: and okay, this will apply to you because exactly, this, is, this is season 1 I'm going to talk about season 1 so I guess Ebuka and Christopher what <laughs> what's the better seed Riley throwing out all the players or Nate roasting the Richmond players when they went to when they went to Liverpool against Everton
2: Ah, uh, do I remember that
0: scene? Ah, uh, you see, I thought you haven't watched it. <laughs> no, but I've watched it. I don't remember the scene. <laughs> it depends, but I'm going to go. Ted, last of N- Nate's roasting the place. That was a great scene. This was, uh, I, you actually approached that with a lot more integrity than expected. I just why <laughs> just integrity. said that randomly. I didn't. I didn't think you are actually going to have actually think about it. Yeah. <laughs> nah. No. No, because the Riley scene reminded me of that Nate scene, obviously, and and all of that. But yeah, I mean. It showed a good. I mean, it's this is not. This is not. I'm not reading too deep into anything. This is not great analysis because it's quite obvious. But like, it showed that transition of Riley being able to be like stop being their friend, and isn't funny because I'm like I'm wondering how much of that you know just before the scene starts when Riley is like people are coming to Riley and telling him things. I wonder how much of that is actually like real or things that he's kind of imagining or exaggerated. Because I think at the point Magic comes and tells him when he's gonna take a timeout when he's gonna leave the bench. Yeah. And like Magic's like, I'm gonna play for 10 minutes, I'm gonna come out, I'm gonna come back in fifteen. I was like, bro, like that's that's, that's your head coach or your or your co-coach that they're talking to. Riles. Again, it seems that like based on historical record, that's all true. Like it got to a point where Riley was like, I have to actually kind of kick these guys off their asses, and then the whole fist thing is real, where it's like you have to be like this, like a fist. Um any thoughts on Riley going from Riles to Apparently, they still called him right after. But, like, going from Rouse to the Armani-wearing, slick back head, Pat Riley.
1: <laughs> he's trying to feeling himself. I, I'm more interested to in see how his personality changes. Because we don't really see it in this episode. Like, we see it in that one scene. But I want to see how he, mm-hmm. like, stays in the next episode. What he's like after this. I guess he more aggressive. He's always been, like, their friend. And, like, mm. you know, just the good cop to where says bad cop. So, I do want to see how he is from this point forward. Um, Chris, any any thoughts on
0: Riley?
2: Yeah, I mean, I feel um, he had he had benefits of seeing what didn't work with these players mm. while he was under Westhead. So I feel it was just more so, um, like obviously Magic, for example, wanted freedom, but you know, at the same time, you do need some semblance of structure. I think for him it was probably just how do I create an environment where everyone feels like they can be themselves, but at the same time you know, like we do the things I team needs to do to win and obviously you see how quickly he now made that change when he put um Rambis who he, be, um, uh, you know, like advocated for to be, you know, kept on roster. He put him into the starting lineup and mm-hmm. like Rambis was known as kind of like a glue, like kind of like a glue guy, tough guy, you know, he would do all like the dirty work. So as much as, you know, your show time, you still need people who are willing to do like the small things which you need to do to win a game. So maybe, as I said, he was able to watch and maybe maybe all this old stuff he would have told Westhead. But Mm -hmm. like Westhead was, you know, hell-bent on doing things his own way. So now I think he did have that benefit of, okay, I know what works and what doesn't.
0: So Yeah, I mean, we did talk about earlier about um, Westhead saying to Riley, why didn't you warn me? You saw this coming there. (laughs) And Riley's like, bro, (laughs) I tried. Um, So this is from Magic's book one of his memoirs about that whole Riley scene. So he goes, Rile, Riles got a norm, but not like he lit into Coop. I don't know where you got the idea you're a star, Riley said to Mike, this Cooper, because you're not. You're just a sub. It's about time you realize that. So this is all in the show, right? It gets worse. Last night you said you felt like a white dude. Well, I've got news for you. You're playing like one. <laughs> Back to Bird. Back to Ibukat's point. Last, was it last week or two or three weeks ago about Bird? No wanting in white flares to guard, him.
1: <laughs> to guard him. Speaking of that Riley rant, the line that made me sit up was when he said, do you think I'm scared of you? It's a magic. Because I don't know why, right? But like when someone is really angry and ranting at someone or a group of people, there's two things that just, as the kids say these days, eat every time. And it's when they say, do you think I'm scared of you? Or, or <laughs> do you think I'm a fool? Oh
0: my god, don't you <laughs> do you think I'm stupid? <laughs> Those two just oh Do you think I'm stupid? Just, it's, an, it's, an old, it's an old timer though. That's like they, that's they when just, that person that person is angry. That person yeah, is like is They just gone. take
1: a rant up to ten out of ten. Nah, that was that was amazing. I love that scene.
0: Um, okay, let's talk about the L- Lakers Celtic rivalry.
1: Beat LA. Beat so the, the
0: final LA. shots of this show, the final shot of this episode, sorry, when everyone looks at camera and says Fuck busted, this is not an exaggeration i have watched that thing like 10 times <laughs> i'm not even joking i just kept on pressing backspace backspace <laughs> I'm I like finished. bro i've watched every other person's reaction like everyone everyone's reaction is great and everyone's delivery of fuckbusting is great genie's delivery um all the players boss's wife honey like i've that i love it so much okay but let me ask you guys a question because i'm not glad to you guys celtic fans Bigger, might be the biggest set of haters ever. Yep, <laughs> I didn't know it was. I didn't know that's it was bad, but I didn't know it was this to bad. Be, to be <laughs> cheering <laughs> on a team that just not as in like just no like, shame.
1: This was no even shame like whatsoever. Sentiment <laughs> across the entire city. This was like as soon as
0: it happened, yeah, in the moment. Like not that they, they thought about it. They, they, didn't, they didn't wait for their, their anger to subside, and it, in the moment they're like, in the they like beat it. I was like Jesus. They're Again, like, apparently don't, that's real. They were like, "Don't go to that final and lose." <laughs> Do not
1: go to that <laughs> so final. And lose. So obviously,
0: the beat, the beat, early thing has become like a, a nationwide, NBA-wide kind of chant. But this is where it started from. Like, the, imagine just being in. Imagine the first person that shouted "Beat Early," and like, I don't think he even knew that somebody that people were going to like jump on. And he just yeah. goes "Beat Early," and everyone just like yeah, "Fucking Beat Early!" i was like, can you just be? Why you guys not gonna be angry about your own team first before thinking about the other? Anyway, okay. So my question to you guys, both of you, and you can answer. But if your answers are dif- um, different for fans or players, you can answer us both. But would you rather face your and when I say rival, I mean like Tottenham, Arsenal, Man City, United. I mean like Boston, Boston Lakers. Not not just not not Chelsea, Arsenal, Arsenal, West Ham. Not not nothing like that. Oh, so Arsenal-Manyu, basically. Or even you, arsenal you United-Liverpool, yeah, those yeah. kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, let's move United City. United City is not there. So, would you rather face your rival where you have a 50-50 chance of winning? Mm-hmm. So, I'm talking like a Champions League final, whatever. Mm-hmm. Be- but because you know what, that, what winning that could mean. Like, you know, like, it's, it's more than just a win, right? If you beat that team in the final. Or, would you rather face an underdog where you have a 70-30 chance or 80-20 chance of winning? I can't lie. Because for me, my answer is clear. But I I feel like I'm the weird one. I
1: can't lie. It depends. (laughs) On what? What's it 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 dependent on? Okay, so... Ah, God. Okay, so when I say it depends, I say it depends because when you say 50-50 chance, that kind of sways it for me. If I'm slightly confident that we'll beat United, right? Actually, no. In a final, especially if it's something I actually want, like the Champions League, I'll die before the final whistle. So give me the underdog, I beg.
0: Like, I'm so... Also, because do you, do you think w- your answer is different if you're a fan or a player? Um, if I'm a player,
1: give me United because I feel like I can I can actually like control the game at least.
0: No, but right? those odds are set. It's fifty fifty or seventy. Like it's not like yeah yeah. You, you guys are basically the like, same team. Like Boston and LA were both equally very good.
1: It's basically up to you in the final.
0: Like if you're a player, so it's up so to as you. a player you take you take the yeah, rival. I'll take United, but as a 100%. fan, you take underdog Chris. Yeah. I think I always take
2: the rival, like. Wow. A, no, I'm being serious. Like, I, I mean, a player for sure, but the fan, like, I, I, I like the thing, is obviously, like, now, I mean, given the current, <laughs> the current state of affairs, but like, even then, like, it feels so good to beat your rival. Like, like even last year, when we beat you guys. I was literally watching with a bunch of Arsenal fans. Oh my God. Like, I have pictures of their faces. Yeah, but... You, was over a bit. Are you appreciating how... <laughs> they were like,
0: finished. Like. Like, but you're not sure you're going to win and this is a tie. Yeah, but... I mean, points obviously, game.
2: obviously, yeah, if I lose, then I have to bear the brunt of it. Like, this is what it is. Like,
0: that's, like, that's always how it's been. I think I'll always take like, the underdog. I'll always take the underdog. Wow, no, I mean, losing a no final time. is so painful. Then losing it... It's too painful. To, to your rival... Like people, people, are forgetting that you're also you don't only really have a chance to beat your rival; you have a chance to lose to your rival. Yep. Yes. Yeah, I will like, always take the underdog every time. I'm just like, give me, give me my, give me my championship. <laughs> I don't care who I'm beating for this. Just give me the champion. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, like, okay. For example, like if let's say we play in
2: Champions Cup like eight times in a row. Obviously, I'm not saying give me my rival all eight times. Like, but I'm saying yeah, sometimes like it's good to. Finish no, no, no my this rival, is a like, one-off. Yeah, if it's one, yeah, if it's one of them, like. Uh, give me my rival, man. Like, yeah, yeah, I play my rival, man. Like, <laughs>
1: also for for what it's worth, for what it's worth, I'd rather one off. Like, people always say they want a Arsenal United title race. I'd rather a one off game for a trophy than a long mm-hmm. season of looking at mania. Well,
0: yeah, as I was saying, Champions League final, right? It's the yeah, final, yeah, that's I mean,
2: it? I'll take my rival. Obviously, like I said, if you, if you if you lose, it sucks for sure. Like, it, it, it's. It, it's unbelievably really bad. But if you win, if you win, oh my goodness. <laughs> also, so,
1: you but, guys have yeah. Champions
2: Leagues. Arsenal do
1: not have a single Champions League. So no, no, no. So, I'm never play, taking that risk. Fair. That's <laughs> I'm true, but I'm, I'm, I'm also try,
0: I'm <laughs> trying to use it in like the Boston LA set. Let's try and make it everything as kind of... It, actually, no, because Lakers only had one. And Boston yeah. have been winning in the 70s, haven't they? Yeah, like they beat seasons. West so many times. So, like, yeah. as a Laker, please give me Philly. What are we doing here? I don't want to. I want to get my rings. I just want, like, I get it. I get, look, it's like, if we get them, I hope we beat them. But I would never want to get them. Yeah. Like, for example, in this case, in this case now, Boston was obviously watching, I can't remember who Lakers played, hoping that Lakers won so they could beat the Lakers in the final. That would never be me. (laughs) <laughs> I, would I would never want the team that I hate to win, so that I can play them. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no. Okay, but that, but yeah, that's it.
1: because neither of them ever believed it was a 50-50 chance.
2: Exactly. Like, like that, that, that's another thing. Like if you're a player, like I'm sure that's not what you think. You always think like we are, you know, we're better than them. just for us to go and prove it. Like even yeah, yeah if, but
0: you also you also play football, and you know that even if you're better than them, it so, doesn't always work out. So can way. I say something
1: right now, Banky?
2: Mm-hmm. In the whole of football,
1: right, the only team. I'm an Arsenal fan. The only team I don't want to face this season that I'm actually like actively running away from is Manchester City. Everybody else, I actually want to face to see how we would do against them. Like I'm talking, yeah,
0: them. No, but it's, <laughs> it's different because we're obviously going to face most of them inevitably. But yes, I'm saying now you have the choice in a championship game, championship final,
2: like. Man, to... Give me my rival, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm underdog. I'm always got to be right. No, I mean I move just like even. At our own small level, like when you're growing up, like maybe you have that friend who you always play with and like just not like, sometimes you lose, but then the time you beat them, like it just makes it mean more. That's like, that's also the risk of sports. Like, end of the day, like, of course, for example, like, okay, let's say we lose Aston in Champions League final. I know our star fans will drag it. Like five years you know down the line that we say we beat you guys like uh, that's obviously a oh,
0: Champions final. I'll, I'll get a jersey <laughs> that says we beat United that would be the name of the jersey I'm retiring <laughs> from football because yeah that would just you, like, that can you can like that's exactly different.
2: so like I mean that's all things you have to take but I like, okay no. for example okay let me give you an example like the way I see it is, even last season, right, when it was you guys versus Man City for, like, the league, I was rooting for Arsenal, not because I'm an Arsenal fan, I hate like, Arsenal, but at the end of the day, like, Arsenal fans make noise, win, lose, or draw, so for me, it's like, I prefer to, like, if they win, they will still make the noise that, like, you know, that, that they are going to make if they lost, so, like, I was rooting for Arsenal. The fans, City more? Man, <laughs> I despise. I mean, I think Arsenal just because like Arsenal fans. Like see the end of the day. Like I-, I was even saying, it's they won the trouble, and it was like no one cared, man. Like they don't did it, and can not imagine if Arsenal had like wanted trouble? I'm sure too now, man. Like the <laughs> I would still be. I would have got literally. I
0: would have got all three jerseys and printed exactly. Up so trophy and
2: like uh, I probably hate Arsenal more.
0: Ever hey, do you hate United or or, or Tottenham more?
2: Oh,
1: United! Easily,
0: it's so so like so <laughs> I, easy, right? Like, I, I so, could not.
1: I could go on. A, I could do a thirty-minute podcast on my hatred for United,
0: like from top <laughs> to bottom. <laughs> there was a very strong point in my recent Arsenal supporting history where I was more interested in United losing, the Arsenal winning. Can you imagine? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> like very, very, it's embarrassing how recent it was. <laughs> it's like, Oh, maybe God.
2: maybe it was that karma that cost you guys last year. Oh, okay. <laughs> what so was your own excuse?
0: What's costing you guys? Anyways, um no, okay. I think so. Kind of the um fact checking we I've kind of covered that across the episode, so I don't think there's really much to do in fact checking. Uh, oh, I forgot to do because thing, where do you place yourself this episode? Then? Oh, I'm the
1: Dolly Zoom when Wes is like, no, fuck you <laughs> say
0: <laughs> I don't want to coach. <laughs> oh look at you look at you having the exact terminology
1: <laughs> oh yeah I had to google that one <laughs> it you, did
0: the, you, you did the work and that, that's what counts but yeah I, I really love that that's another thing I rewound so many times um Jesus I don't know where I actually place myself in this thing um
1: I have free ones to give away if you're looking
2: for I mean you
1: like Kareem pushing boss away and like, swinging you know, back Oh, well,
2: I'm like, gonna say g- i was going to say let me say my be just in case that's what I was yours yes, because i was here oh i'm definitely chikern man always around
0: <laughs> uh, always, always active always around <laughs> and giving my opinion <laughs> what I, hmm, maybe i'll be i'm riley um dressing up like his father to receive bad news <laughs> it was like oh i'm gonna get fired let me let me slick my hair back like my dad um, I don't actually know. Oh, okay. Oh, two questions. Two questions because we have to run out. If you, so Christopher, if you own United, Ebru, if you own Arsenal, you own your favorite sports team, and then your, not your wife to be—not your wife—your wife to be comes to you and she tells you, all of this is rubbish. It's just football. What are your immediate reactions in that moment? Because I think I might have to reassess our engagement. But... <laughs>
2: you said wife to
0: be, right? Yes. My <laughs> reaction is no,
2: I'm not I'm trying to make sure I understand the prompt of the question. My new reaction is probably just let's just let me just uh, take a break. I not break from relationship, as in break, as in let me just leave the room and
0: clear my head. Not, <laughs> I mean, because it's bad enough when we lose a match and a girlfriend or friend is like, it's just football. Yeah we can't really, because that's real life, whatever we can, but then if I actually own the team, yep. and it's actually my life. This is business. <laughs> imagine if I own the team, and Onstein is like, flaming me in the athletic, talking about how I'm a terrible <laughs> owner, and you come and tell me, it's nothing. Actually, you know, I, f- I find that so interesting. Like,
1: sorry to like, extend the time of this, because I know we I'm, need to finish. Go ahead. But, Jerry Boss loves the Lakers and they're his life and mm-hmm. everything. Like his entire legacy, even now that he's dead is the Lakers, right? But the woman he loves and who obviously loves him doesn't really care about the Lakers so much. And I'm just wondering, like, if that's, I don't know. Obviously we can't ask the man now. I'm just wondering if that's something that would slightly bother you. If this thing that you dedicate your life to and that you love so much is basically a non-factor in the person that loves you.
0: I don't think there's a problem with her not caring about the league i think there's a problem with her actively being anti or or like be great degrading it do you get what i mean yeah i think this is actually quite refreshing if she doesn't she doesn't care about it like that because you cannot also have a place to just rest but then she's like it's just basketball i'm like well it's not just basketball and like you saying that kind of makes me feel like you don't understand
1: yeah
0: (laughs) i don't know chris what would you do if someone said that to you Oh, you said you took taking a break. You said you go outside hey, <laughs> No, no, like, I, like, like, Westhead said, let's,
2: let, like, cool like heads preview. Like, okay, if she generally means, like, okay, if after maybe, like, an hour, we actually speak, and she's like, yeah, you know, like, this thing you're doing is rubbish. Like, okay, I might have to, like, re- you know, reassess. But if it's just, maybe she said, from a place of, like, frustration, then, I
0: mean, let me be clear, I don't obviously condone, I think Boss was terrible for shouting at her. That's not the point of this. I'm not saying that he's shouting at her. That's that's obviously wrong. But it's her reaction to be like, look, we're getting married out of this. It doesn't make sense. I mean, she said this to Ginny, she's like, this whole coach brew at her. And Ginny's Ginny's like, what are you talking about? This is like a big deal. Um, Okay, one more thing, since I'm clearly on my anti-women agenda. If I'm going through an existential as Pat Riley was in this scene.
1: Oh, can I say something, though? Pat Riley's wife is absolutely... Bro, if I was in the 80s, Pat Riley's wife is absolutely stunning. Like, that's the only way I could describe this. Where does part. this come from? I was very <laughs> shocked. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? I didn't know they made women like this in... Jesus. I <laughs> in winning
0: type. <time." laughs> I mean, first of all, she was in season one. No comment. And <laughs> also, like, she's a very well-known actress. Do you not know who Gillian Jacobs is? no but I'm
1: like oh okay it feels like something... so what has she been in she, looked, no, she was she in looked,
0: community
2: she looks
1: serious
0: spoiler alert she's in, season, she's in season 2 of the bear
1: okay yeah my mm. brother said everyone is in season 2 of the bear
0: season 2 of the bear is incredible <laughs> it was weird because I watched a show Minx uh, if you're everybody knows I, lo- I love Minx and then I watched this episode of Winning Time and she was in that episode of Minx so I ended up watching like a back to back run of of Julian Jacobs Ooh, lucky you fuck off man. <laughs> can you calm down <laughs> lucky you <laughs> I don't. know Where does this come from? My point is, just that, if after my rant and my crisis, she's not like, oh, I'm fine as well. No, none of that. Like, I'm allowed to have an existential crisis without you being particular aggressive. Don't, none of that rubbish. Of like, <laughs> know this is my time. This is me. I'm about to lose my job. Don't, don't come and be like, I'm, I'm not. No, no. Sometimes oh, I think partners should allow their partners have their crises without guilt tripping them.
1: Yeah, like right now. Like if I'm, my wife
0: came and I was like. I'm going through. I'll, I'll be. I won't be like. Well, you didn't ask me what I've eating today. No, I'm just like exactly. Oh anyway, that's god. just that's just me. That's me done. I'm. I'm no longer women hating. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. Any final questions? Final thoughts before we wrap up?
1: Let me go rewatch that scene of Pat Riley using his mind. Oh my god.
0: Um. I would say to anyone who's listening, go read what the final scene. It's really funny. Like you just keep on rewriting it. Like everybody says Fogbust in a different way. Some people are angry. So I think Rambus is eating as he says it is is a really, really, really funny scene. Oh wait, there's one thing i one thing
1: I forgot to mention. If I think you were looking for somewhere to place yourself. I can't remember who's the mm-hmm. other white guy on the team, not Rambus.
0: There's an I don't know his name, but there's well, no uh, Cop like, Oh, the one from Oh, the one from last season. Yeah. Fuck it was you. Like, no, not Cop The one from last season. I talk about the strip club. Yeah, exactly. It was like, oh. I heard they've got those sisters. And I was like, yo, okay. I'm <laughs> like, not personal. Oh my God. Okay. So clearly <laughs> you can tell that we've recorded over an hour because Ibuka has entered a different territory that he only enters <laughs> after 60 minutes. Uh, <laughs> so on that note, thank you everyone that is listening. Please, if you know about winning time, tell your friends, this show really needs the support. Otherwise, because season three is looking less likely by the day. Um, but yeah, we're talking about two episodes, six and seven. And yeah, we'll see it. We'll see what. I don't know. If, uh, it's weird because we're eighty-two now. Are they going to get eighty-four in two in two episodes? We'll find out. No, I
1: think they get to the, the finals of this season, next two.
0: No, but they already like, they can't do it, they can't do the whole final to it. They already in finals. They can't do that for two yeah, episodes now. I don't against know, we'll find- Philly. We don't we don't care about that. We don't care about them in Philly. They already did that fair. last season. That's at the end of last season. They can't do it again this season. The end of last season with Philly's final. I think they'll get through that very quickly next episode. Okay, we'll see what. And maybe we'll get to eighty-three, is. or maybe we'll get to eighty-four. Anyway, um, but but maybe we won't finish it before. But yeah, we'll talk about it, whatever we do. So join us next week when Chris uh, and I will be joined by the one, the only Arsenal fan, Daniel Kaliya. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Peace.